Hello everyone and welcome to episode 19 of the Artful Athlete podcast. Last week, we turned our thoughts to the power of adaptation, the difference with change and connecting to this essence, this truth that we are capable of maintaining through shape-shifting into different situations in life. Connecting to this essence is, for lack of a better word, essential if you're trying to own up to your voice, your creation, your beliefs and values. I've actually often repeated this over the past few months, and not just here, but also to my clients, to my friends, my family. In the art of expression, it's essential to have this awareness and knowledge in order to deeply connect with your audience. If you are connected to your truth, to the meaning and value of each word you're uttering, then you will be truly listened to. How so? Well, because you'll know the weight of each word and sentences. You'll be fully conscious of what you're passing on. It goes beyond the meaning of these letter combinations. To make magic happen, you have to believe in it first. Connect and believe in the truth. Connect to the truth of each individual, object, emotion, and you'll summon that worldly magic too. And this is applicable to all forms of communication and expression, by the way. The written, the spoken, the painted, the sung, the cooked even. But what about physical communication? Dancers have been telling us stories through movement and shapes for centuries. We're presented with a narration, characters, themes and emotions. And it's not just for dancers either. They share this gift with mimes, with clowns, gymnasts and athletes too, of course. This is obviously in a more staged setting, because it's an extension of the artistic vision in a way. But physical expression is not exclusive to performing arts or sports. Why, of course, you use your body in conversation on a daily basis. Your hands give shape to the arguments you're explaining, the story you're unveiling. Your face lightens up at the mention or the thought of that heartwarming memory you're sharing. Your chest lifts up when you're beaming with pride. Your thoracic collapses when sadness hits your heart. Your fist clench, your brows frown, your mouth smiles, opens and closes. Yes, of course, you're speaking out loud, you're uttering words. But on top of these sounds, your body adds nuances. It helps you to emphasize, to illustrate, to invite, to connect to your audience. Do you remember episode 6? We talked about the connection between spine, breath and the voice through the example of Frederick Alexander's story. He was losing his voice, speaking to crowds, and figured out it had to do with the way his body moved when he spoke. There is so much to be gained by diving into the way your body moves, acts and reacts. Perhaps you're fidgety and move your hands a lot. Or maybe you're the polar opposite to that example. Your hands stay in your pocket, your feet are kind of planted in the floor, you're very laid back. All of this affects your voice. Your ability to express and communicate deeply is affected by this body, by the way it presents itself, by the way you present yourself physically. But I don't know what to do with my hands, I don't want to seem over the top, I've been told I shouldn't do this or that, just nah. Just use your body, use your face, use your hands, your legs, your stance to serve whatever it is you're trying to convey. 
Let's put it this way. Your voice starts with the air vibrating through the vocal cords all the way down your throat. But it grows in power and presence in your chest, in your belly with the support of your abs, of your diaphragm. It grows in your shoulders, through your head. It extends its reach, expands through your eyes, through your hands. It comes alive. That's what it is. That's what we want to achieve. Bring our voice to life. Your voice starts as a secret. When the air interacts with your vocal cords, at first there is no sound. It's your body that creates the sound. That voice comes from hidden depth inside your physical shell. It kickstarts the process. Your beliefs use this opportunity to fuel each sound with purpose. Your body animates that purpose. And that's why I insist so much on the importance of listening and looking after your body. It's, it's your instrument. If you don't look after it, your music won't be heard and it won't touch your audience. In past episodes, I have shared with you a part of my own physical journey with my accident and the paralysis which followed, or at least I think I've done that. But I had to stop moving. I mean, I couldn't move. And you can't do much with a neck brace on anyway, so it's not as if I'd had much of a choice. Now, this particular event happened when I was 14, but I will say it is only really over the past, oof, roughly six years, that I have allowed myself to explore all of these different types of movement methods, from Alexander to Laban, historical dancing, the world of posture, weightlifting, yoga, calisthenics, oh, calisthenics, Animal flow, my big love, animal flow. It's just such an incredibly expressive form of movement. It's great for your joints, it's great for your spine, it allows you to open up. It's easy to synchronize the movement with the breath, it allows you to open up through the thoracic. Once you've learned a few movements, you can create your own motion, your own flows, you can decide on the speed. Um, I like personally to just put music in my ears and flow along to a rhythm to a beat, and it's one of these movement methods that's pretty much accessible to everyone. But every single one of these movement practices I have absorbed and combined with my voice practice, with my speech. Obviously, this being a recording, you can't see me, but as I record, I use my hands, I grip the floor with my feet, I'm looking for you, I'm looking at you, my audience, in the comfort of my room. Some days I stand tall and it gives me energy. And some days I'm more relaxed. My shoulders are lower, my voice therefore follows. It softens. Voicing, expressing, communicating is a physical practice. It really is. Here's some homework for you. Next time you're having a conversation with someone, observe their physical expression. It will tell you so much about who you're talking to. You'll see their energy, their belief, and quite often, if they allow you, their story. And slowly, maybe you'll start playing around with how you move and present yourself physically when it's your turn to speak. If observing is the first step, experimenting is definitely the second one. Play around with your movement practice if you have one. It doesn't have to be something hardcore involving blood, sweat and tears. Even a cheeky little boogie in the kitchen with your headphones on still counts. Do you feel you speak with your body enough? Or are you restricting your movement? 
Is there another story you could tell in your stance, in your posture? And in a way, wouldn't you say this exploration of your own physicality could be another way to understand who you are? I'll leave you to ponder this. Next week, it's Circe by Madeline Miller and Coming to Your Voice, a story of recognition and acceptance. And you'll take that to 2021 too, I hope. I'll speak to you soon.